Warning, this podcast is a lot like family. Whether you like it or not, we're not going anywhere. Are you alright? No, I'm not alright. No. I've got to stay sober for two weeks. I'm not going to make... Welcome in, everybody. We got a bonus episode for you here today, and we got more than one Rhodes here, so we got a fork in the Rhodes. I'm your host, Charlie Rhodes, and of course, Dalton Titshaw, my co-host, is here. Hello. And we also have my younger brother, Nick Rhodes, here with us. Hey, how you guys doing today? There you go, Nick. Awesome. How we doing? You doing all right? You excited? I am very excited, actually. I appreciate you guys having me on the show, and uh, I also appreciate that you guys provided beer for me. Oh, of course. I mean, what would this podcast be without beer? Right. (laughs) It wouldn't exist. So this podcast, this this bonus episode is going to be all about Nick, Charles' younger brother, talking about our last three episodes. We had our childhood favorites. We also had our... Uh, Pixar movies, and we also had our favorite comedies. And so Nick is going to supply us with, I think, eleven, right? Eleven. That's correct. Yeah, total of of all of those. It's not going to be a. Ele- it's not going to be eleven comedies, eleven Pixar movies. It, he's just going to give us eleven new movies based on the three that we just went through, the three genres that we just went through in our past three episodes. Right. Nick. Nick has uh, listened to our our past three episodes already, and he liked them so much that he was like, you know what? I'm going to make my own list, and he did have a few that were the same for uh, each category, but he's going to talk today about the ones that didn't make our either me or Dalton's list. Nick, tell us what it was like growing up with Charles as a brother. Well, me and Charlie, we didn't always get along, but we were actually extremely close when it came to movies. Uh, we, we had very different um, hobbies, I would say. Uh, we played different sports, and but... The main thing to get us together was just to pop in a, a VHS movie and, and just watch it together. And that was actually the majority of our childhood. We spent a lot of time <laughs> sitting in front of a TV watching movies, and it, it was always a good time. Yeah, and, 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 and just to speak on that a little bit, like, uh, I remember all the time when we were like, okay, what should we watch now? And it's like, okay, uh, me, you, and our little sister would all pick a movie, and then like I'd put them behind our back, my back or whatever, and we'd like vote on it or whatever. And then I, no matter what one, it was like, well, we're just, we're just going to watch what Charlie wanted to watch. <laughs> that actually <laughs> is what was very that? true. What, what, what would it end up being? Uh, whatever he picked that day. Yeah. Yeah. Which, was, uh, which well, was usually Good Burger. <laughs> Which, uh, which, yeah. which, which was in my childhood favorites, and also I believe when you made your list, it was your number one, and your Good Burger was number yeah. one for Welcome me. Welcome to yes. Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your which order? I knew, which I said in the first episode, I knew he was going to be mad that it was only my number six. But like, l- like a backstory on that, why Good Burger is so important to us is we used to go to Blockbuster. My dad used to take us to Blockbuster every weekend almost, and if. And neither one of us, we, we didn't own the movie Good Burger. So uh, if I didn't pick Good Burger, Nick would pick Good Burger. <laughs> and if Nick picked Good Burger, or if Nick didn't pick Good Burger, then I would pick Good Burger. Your dad's then like, God, we, they just, I, yeah, I'm sure my parents hate that fucking movie now. <laughs> and, and y'all love it. Yeah, we Which, love by the it. way, I love it, and I'm sure everybody out there listening loves it. It's Every day movie. we at least throw at least one quote of Good Burger out there. Yeah. Nice. I know some of these words. <laughs> <laughs> we use that one all the time. But. Kurt, look, let's look awfully strange and naked. Yeah. <laughs> you ever seen a grown man naked? Oh, we're going to airplane now. <laughs> yeah, all right, so you guys, are, you, are, are y'all ready for to start this episode? 
Yeah, that sounds absolutely. Sounds good, Let, let's get Charles. going. Let's, let's go. go. First episode is our childhood favorites. I know that Nick has five that are on his top 10 list that didn't make ours. So we're going to start with his number five. Nick, take it away, brother. What is that movie? All right, well, let's jump into my number five. I guess it would have to be Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I was always a huge (laughs) fan of the show. Megazord! (laughs) I know the movie sucks, guys, or whatever, but I was a huge Power Rangers fan, so it had had to be on the list. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. It's a good movie, though. I actually rewatched Mighty Morphin Power Rangers back in, like, 2010, because I, both me and you grew up loving the Power Rangers, but that movie Same. is fucking terrible. <laughs> All right, so Nick, Nick, so so what made it your childhood favorite, or one of your childhood favorites? Well, it, it just had to be on there because I love the TV show so much. I mean, it literally took up the majority of my childhood. And yes, the movie is horrible if you watch it now, but back in the day, you didn't know any different when you were a kid. Oh, of it, course not. The action scenes the are awesome. shit was dope, man. dude. And the big old machines that they're in. And just... and Kimberly, the pink Power Ranger. Absolutely. Mm. Everybody's first crush. Yeah, my first crush. Well, my first crush was Kim Possible. We've already talked about that in a later, later that episode. Doesn't even, that doesn't even make sense. You can't have sex with a cartoon. Can you? I wish. Have you heard that song by Asher Roth? Where he's <laughs> no. like, it's called Cartoon Chick. I haven't he, heard of he Asher Roth in a million years. I know, right? I what love you, college. I love college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he talks about like he makes a whole song about like all the cartoon chicks that he he wishes. That's he could funny, have sex dude. With. It's That's funny. funny. So, all right. So that was that was your number five. You have more to say about it? Uh, well, I was just gonna tell the people out there that have not seen the movie that it's just about uh, Ivan Ooze wreaks havoc on Angel Grove as the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers <laughs> search for a new source on another planet and restore Zordon's power and free the enslaved parents of Angel Grove. Um, this movie is is really not that good. It probably should not have made the list, but it it is definitely a big part of my childhood. So, And, and both of us actually dressed up as Power Rangers for oh, Halloween, dude, at least once in our life. Wait, which Power Ranger? Which color? Well, so I was the Blue Ranger, Ooh, but, but at blue. the same time, uh, that was like when I was like seven. Now Nick here, I believe, was the Red Ranger. What, like three years ago? Yes, <laughs> I was. Wait, I have three been the years Red ago? Ranger many, many times. Dude, I've been. The, I was the Red Ranger from like six to like twelve. Yeah. Hey, like six straight years, I had the same costume. I didn't grow. I was already five five. I'm five seven now. I didn't have much room left. So my mom was like, "You're you're gonna be the Red Ranger, right?" And I'm like, "Hell fucking yeah, mom!" It was great. It was great. So I'm with you, man. I'm with you. <laughs> Any, anything else for Power Rangers? You know, there's really not a whole lot to talk about the Power Rangers. I, Everyone knows who they are, and y- you really don't have to watch this movie. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just love how how half of what you're talking about is how shit of a movie it is. <laughs> it, it really is, but it was the biggest part of my childhood, so it had to be on my list. Of course, and that's why it's childhood favorites, not like the best. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, all right, let's go on to your number four. All right. Uh, <laughs> not really a whole big don't of a step up, again. but... The Rugrats movie. Oh, that's All a good right. movie. Yeah, well, it is. It's a much better movie than Power Rangers, I can tell you that. <laughs> that's true. That's true. All right, I, what I did you... I love the Reptar mobile in that, by the way. That, that was awesome. I love Reptar. I actually... I'm going to get a tattoo of Reptar Really? One I day. used to have a shirt that was all green and it had Reptar on it. Yeah, he was awesome. And then, in, and then awesome. yeah, I, I broke up with a chick and she took it, so, you know, there goes that shirt. Oh, man. It's really sad. It was Target on uh, Black, Black Friday, and you never see it again. But it's okay. Go ahead, man. Tell, tell us about the Rugrats movie. Uh, this movie is about them getting lost in the woods. Uh, Tommy just got a new baby brother, Dill, and they go adventuring around in the Reptar wagon. Uh, fun fact here, the Reptar wagon was actually voiced by Buster Rhymes. 
Bro, really? you bring you look at you bringing in the fun facts just like your brother. That's awesome. Hey, had to do he my research. Voiced, though. He was voiced by Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes. <laughs> That's awesome. This is Reptile. <laughs> Hear me roar. Did, did he like? Did he? Did he rap like super fast where you couldn't even understand him? You know, I I think there actually was like a somewhat of a rap in there as Reptar. Yeah, you got um, to. You got to. If you can have Buster Rhymes, you got to have a fast rap. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, let me interject real quick, Nick. Here's a beer for you. <laughs> I but then you're going to drink it? Shh, they don't know that. <laughs> they do. Oh, yeah, we're it's, live it's a video on Facebook right now. <laughs> Sorry, we're Dumbass. brothers. We'll share. Yeah. Anyway, you uh, share everything, right? <laughs> <laughs> we even share blood, man. It's crazy. All right. So, uh, is that it for Rugrats? Um, yeah, that's that's probably about it. There there may only be one more little fun fact here. Where, Ooh, what is it? Uh, Kath Susie, who who voiced Phil and Lil, also voiced Lola Bunny from Space Jam. Whoa, really? Yeah. Nice. That's that's a good fa- that's a dope fact. I love we we've already talked about Lola Bunny too. We have like, get we your have bunny on. get your bunny on. Go bugs. That's, that's why it had to be one of my <laughs> trivia what, pieces. What was that? That was Todd favorite because I brought up Space Jam because yeah. I was like, yeah yeah exactly. yeah. Exactly. That's exactly. Which also one. made my list. <laughs> go back and listen to our number one episode and you'll know what we're talking about. All right, Nick, how about your number three? Number three, Shot Stuart Little. Oh, that's a great movie. Good, yeah. Love, wait, love, wait. love, love, love this was movie. It, wasn't he voiced by Matthew Proderick? No. No, no, it's nope. Jamie, uh, Jamie, uh, not Michael sorry. J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. I was going to say Jamie Lee Fox. What, was like, Matthew, what the hell is that? What, <laughs> Jamie Lee Fox. Was, was Matthew Proderick in this movie? No. Oh, no, that's good. That's very so, good. No. That's very good. But it's you know a good who movie. Isn't it? Jonathan Lipnicki, man. There. I love that oh, kid. Oh, that guy, the, the, the Sixth Sense kid? No. God. You're all over the place. That's Joel Osment. Oh yeah, yeah, Joel, yeah. Haley, Haley Joel Osment. My there bad. are plenty of great actors. Wait, who's? In this movie. Hold on, hold on. Who's Jonathan Lipnick? Lipnick. The kid. Yeah, the little kid with the glasses. He was also. Oh in, uh, my bad. You're my bad. He, You're right, he, right. he was in uh, that uh, that Tom Cruise movie, uh, the sports one, the uh, uh, Show Me the Money. What the yeah, hell am I thinking? Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. So I'm sorry. We took away from you, Nick. Go ahead. I thought it was interesting that it was directed by Rob Minkoff, who I didn't know also directed The Lion King and Forbidden Kingdom, which are two totally separate genres. Whoa, really? Yeah, absolutely. It's just the craziest thing to me, but also has Gina Davis, Hugh Laurie, Ooh. Nathan mm. Lane, Steve Zahn, Jeffrey Jones, which we don't have to talk about him, <laughs> and Brian Doyle who is, Murray. Who is Jeffrey Jones in that? Oh, Brian Doyle Murray's in there? Yeah, um, actually, Jeffrey Jones is his uncle. Oh, I remember that now. Yeah. Barely in that movie. Okay, but uh, who's Brian Doyle Murray in that? He's cousin Edgar. Nice. No okay. shit. Yeah. Yep. What about that sailing? Like when he's sailing on the fucking pond in, in Central Park. Are we talking about what about Bob? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we say, hey, look, ahoy! I'm sailing. No, I'm talking about Stuart <laughs> Little with the with the fucking toy boat with the, this toy sailboat. Yeah, right. That's one of my favorite scenes. It's a great scene. It dude. is awesome. Yeah. All right. So tell us more about Stuart Little from your point of view. Uh, it's funny that this is the second time Nathan Lane has tried to catch a mouse in a movie. Mouse hunt. Yeah. Yes. Dope. Dope. Uh, also Matthew Broderick, Jim Carrey, Danny DeVito, Bill Murray, Ray Romano, Matthew Lillard, and Ben Stiller were all considered roles for Stewart. Oh, considered. Can I just thank you for throwing in Bill Murray? Any, anytime I hear his name, like my, 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 my dick gets a little chill. He goes from (laughs) six to midnight. He goes from six to midnight. I had to mention it. It's bold on my notes here. (laughs) All right, what he else you got to say like about it? it? Exactly, why. that's why. But his brother was in the movie, so that's cool. How many Nick times Brian do you Dolan. how many times do you think you saw uh Stuart Little when you were a kid? Oh man. So we actually didn't own this movie, but I rented it from the library like many, many times. 
Surprisingly didn't. <laughs> that library, yeah. they, hey, here comes little Nick walking in. They're like, oh, God damn it. Just go get Stuart Little. Again. <laughs> <laughs> it was either that or Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got a, a $25 iTunes gift card for my mom when I was uh, like 20. So it was, it was about that. It was about 2010. And, uh, and, and the two movies that I bought were The Lion King and Pulp Fiction. Like, complete opposites, <laughs> right? That is very different. Yeah, yeah, they were both like $12.99 or, or $12.49, something like that, so I was able to afford it. And so I was like, yep, I had Lion King and Pulp Fiction. I can still pull up my iTunes like media player now and watch those movies if I want. Nice. <laughs> it's crazy, right? All right, uh, hit us up with your, uh, what is that, five Number four. two. Number oh, two wait, is wait, Home Alone. Oh, of course, of course. That's gonna be inc- well. That's Home gonna Alone be yeah. Probably Home Alone two will be Christmas, Christmas movies. Well, Home Alone would be Christmas movie, wouldn't it? They both are. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. it made the list because this is a movie that we watched all the time as, as a, a child, kid. Yeah. Yes, it could easily go into Christmas or something else, but uh, it definitely had to. Sorry, make my to take away from you, brother. Tell us about Home Alone and how it was important to you. <laughs> It wasn't important. Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> oh, because it wasn't important? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I guess it was. I mean, it's, it's just a great movie. I mean, everyone knows. Everyone's seen Home Alone. And if you haven't, it, boy, it gets Home Alone. Wait, what's Home Alone? <laughs> movie title. How about his brother? What was his brother's name? B- Buzz. Buzz, Buzz. Buzz. Yeah, Buzz. yeah. With the, With the fucking tarantula. You know, I, I never understood why he, like, after he slapped himself after putting the, on the aftershave, like, why he, like, slapped himself and then went, like, ah! I never understood it until I could finally shave. Burns. Yeah. yeah. I was, but I was when I saw it, I was, you know, seven or eight years old, and I was like, what? I, I didn't understand. Right. You know, I actually have a fun fact about Home Alone. And now I have a full so, beard. So, like, growing up, uh, or when I was, like, a, a younger a younger lad, uh, I used to have <laughs> blonder hair, and I used to look exactly like Macaulay Culkin. Of course, the guy's, like, ten years older and than And then me. you became DJ Qualls. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Well, if Road I was ever trip. gonna if I was ever gonna get laid because of this podcast, those chances are gone now. So thank you. <laughs> but Bro, no, that so was never gonna when I was ten years old, I went to the I went to the airport and I was in the airport and somebody stopped me and thought I was Macaulay Culkin <laughs> and asked for my autograph. Of course, at the time he was twenty, I was ten. <laughs> He's ten years older than I am. But yeah, no, I I just signed my name. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie N.Y. Rhodes, motherfucker. All right, Nick, give us some facts or some opinions on Home Alone. Well, this was cool. It's directed by Chris Columbus, who also directed the first Harry two Potter. Harry Potter movies, mm-hmm. Bicentennial Man and Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, what I, I did not know about Mrs. I, I knew about Bicentennial Man, but I didn't well, know Mrs. What Mr. I Doubtfire. didn't know about this movie was that it was written by John Hughes, which is one of my favorite director, producer, Whoa, writers. Oh, dope, dude. Seriously, I yeah. I didn't know that either. I had no clue. Good shit. That's awesome. And who, I, I, I doubt you have who did the uh, music for it, but I... I want to say it was like Danny Elfman or something like that. that. Oh, so maybe I actually did not have that. I don't know. He's a famous Broadway guy, right? He did Nightmare Before uh, Christmas, didn't he? He did all kinds of stuff. Yeah, but anyway, um, uh, Nick, wh- uh, I, have a, I have a serious question to ask you. Okay. What's your favorite um, booby trap that Kevin placed in that movie? Oh, you know what? That's a really good question. That's a good question. I, yeah, thanks. I actually like the tar in the basement with the nail. That's mine! Oh, that's cool! Is it really? That's m- when he steps on the nail. Yes. That's mine! It is so great. And, and, and the way that they do it, and, and, and the way that he like freaks out, and then he falls on... Yes, dude, yes. that's awesome. I'm glad that, awesome. that was yours. Well, I did see, not mine, think it mine, was going to be... I thought it was going to be like the paint cans, or the jacks, or whatever. I was going to say, mine, mine was different, because mine was the uh, the, the, the doorknob that oh, he heated yeah, up. Oh, yeah, 
yeah, yep. that's a good one. That's and then one. He, he permanently had the M. Yeah, on his <laughs> yeah. forever. That's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. But I'm glad that I'm glad that that was yours, man, with the nail. Yeah, and the tar. Did you know that Macaulay Culkin's stunt double in the movie was actually a very short, thirty-year-old man? Really? Yeah. Wow. Surprisingly enough, I'm surprised that he had a stunt double. Dalton, what? if you were old enough back Don't then, you could have done it. <laughs> <laughs> or you. You look just like him. You know what? You could. Yeah. Thank you, Nick. Your brother's standing up for me. You know what? I was zero. Actually, Blood isn't thicker zero. than water, bitch. That came out in 1990, didn't it? So, uh, <laughs> yep. 1990. Yeah, Dude, so I, I, was I was just born. I was zero, too. Yeah. Also, actually, uh, actually no. You were zero because it probably came out around Christmas time. I was like six months old. So. Oh. Oh, okay. Let's throw a baby down the stairs, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's so fucked up. <laughs> Well, Joe Pesci had a really hard time not to curse in this movie. He's always saying, frick up, frick up, frick up, frick up, right? Because he was also filming Goodfellas at the exact same time. Yes, I have read that. That's awesome, dude. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, that's I love, I love, like, when I get mad at something and I go, frazzle, frazzle, frick up, frick You sound just like him. I Yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm <laughs> could, just copying Could you him. imagine, though, filming a PG movie and then also filming Goodfellas at the same time and like trying not to say fuck all the time because you constantly saying fuck in that I, movie. You know why that's one of the best actors in the entire world? I love Joe Pesci. It's Actually, my, I think my favorite thing about Joe Pesci is when George Carlin's like, I'm not going to worship a god anymore. I'm going to worship Joe, Joe Pesci. Because <laughs> <laughs> he never lets you down. <laughs> all right, brother, what's your number two? That was my number two. What's your number one, child? There favorite. you go. Now we're getting on the right page. <laughs> How was this not on either of y'all's list? This is killing me. The Little Rascals. Oh, that is a good oh, one. Oh, okay. Alfalfa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. That, I only watched bug. that like once, man, in my entire life. Really? I, my favorite part is, quick, what's the number for 911? <laughs> I love that. That is great. It's a good movie, but it, it, nah, I was never ever going to top my it, make my top ten. Donald Trump was in that movie. He was, and you know, and he was funny? in Home Alone too. It's funny that you say that because that is one of my notes. It's one of the only appearances from him where he actually plays a character rather than himself. Oh, interesting. That's a good note. Oh, and speaking of Donald Trump, he also was in Home Alone too. I just said that. I just said that. Oh, I didn't know. I oh, just said that. Okay. Listen I... back. You know what? Let's listen back to the tape. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, but but you're right. I'll take your word for it. But he he also was Donald. He was Donald Trump in Home Alone. In too. that one. Yeah. But you say that was one of the only one time. It was one of the only times. It's so just a rare appearance. I mean, I'm not what, sure how many more there uh, okay, were, okay. but most of the time when he shows up, it's usually a cameo, yeah, and he's Trump. always playing himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's cool. <laughs> at, this point, he's a, at this point, he's a caricature of himself anyway. Didn't Mel Brooks make an appearance in that movie, too? Yes, he played the banker. I fucking love Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks is awesome. Yeah. So, Little Rascals, man. That was your, that's your number one. That is my number one. Damn, you really loved it, man. I did. I haven't seen that movie in forever, but Dude, I, I, the, yeah. the He-Man Woman Haters Club. Exactly. <laughs> Doesn't that have the soap bo- the, the soapbox derby? Exactly. That's yep. the best part. Oh, that, talk, that, that's talk to me about it. I talk mean, about that's about why it really made my list. Uh, a lot of things that are on my list that didn't make y'alls and everything is has something to do with a car of some sort. Oh, of course. I mean, um, hey, for anybody that who doesn't kind know, of Nick is a mechanic that, and a very good one. That kind of humor to me is just very hilarious. Anything having to do with a car is great. All right. So that was, uh, that was Nick's... Uh, top five uh, childhood, childhood favorites. favorites that of course, well, not top five. He had ten, but the five that we didn't have, we didn't have on our list. So now we're gonna go to Pixar. How many you got for Pixar? Uh, only two, actually. I mean, okay. there's really not a whole lot to choose so from. Five and Pixar. two make seven, so you're gonna have four for comedies. Correct. Okay. All right. But but let's 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 do the two for Pixar. And I know what one of them is. What is, is what's your number two for Pixar? Toy Story two. <laughs> 
Oh, no, yeah, I agree with that you wholeheartedly. No, I, I wanted to put that on my list. I did, man, I did. So I'm cool with you putting that on yours. Thank you. Yeah. Talk to us about it. Better than Moana, which obviously should Fuck not make it. a list, man. God damn it. Yeah. Moana. I understand I had it wrong when I thought that Moana was Pixar, but can you not? Can can you see how I thought it was Pixar? Can you, Nick? Visually, yes. Visually, yeah. I mean, well, but after doing a little research, it should have taken you all but three seconds to find out it the wasn't. Thing, the, thing was, the thing was, I know so much about Moana, other than who produced the fucking movie, <laughs> that I didn't do any research. Everything that I did before we – for anybody who doesn't know, I said that my number one Pixar movie in our number two episode between me and Charles with a real treat was Moana – and obviously it's not Pixar, it's Disney, but I thought it was Pixar this whole time. And he's saying, oh, if you've done any research, I didn't need any research because I went into it thinking it already was Pixar. I didn't look it up because I already knew what I wanted to say about it. So I feel like that makes a little bit of sense. Well, I feel like you should have done Moana research. <laughs> All right, you know what? Forget it. Tell us about <laughs> Toy Story 2. It has the best origin story with Jesse, doesn't it? Absolutely. I mean, it, it's great because it introduces new characters that mm -hmm. weren't in the first one, but also carry over into the third movie. But what I really like about this movie is that they basically go on a rescue mission. I mean, the first one is about a rescue mission also, but at the same yes. time, yes. they are leaving the neighborhood. Which is uh, great. So they're taking it to they're they're, they're expanding the uh, environment, the the world, the world itself mm -hmm. of Toy Story. The fucking yeah. owl with his toy, his owl's owl's Owl toy, toy barn. barn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that guy that that guy reminds me of uh, Costanza, uh, George Costanza. Yeah, is that the same guy? Uh, no, I believe that was it's um, Wayne Knight. Yeah, Wayne Knight. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Who yeah. was in Space Jam? Yes, and, yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. He's fixing the divot. Yeah, yeah, that guy, that, <laughs> that guy, the same guy. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Um, dude, I, I I'm with you. I, I what I liked about Toy Story two. And I've said this to multiple people is that I like that it was the first movie was about Woody saving Buzz, but honestly for Woody's own sake. And and then yeah. in the end he ended up loving Buzz. But the second movie was about Buzz saving Woody, but right. on, but not for his own, just for, because they were they were friends. For the love yeah. of Andy, he wanted Andy to have his uh, one and, of his favorite. Yeah, toys. if you want to take it like three steps further, yes. And so yeah, it, it, it was a lot like Toy Story one. It expanded on it, had a similar story. But added new characters and new, you know, conflicts, and that's why I love it. So yes, and Nick, go ahead. You wanna you wanna go back uh, and get a little nostalgia? Do you remember when we used to play the PC game of Toy Story Two? I do. That game was so much fun, but also very difficult. Yeah, it was hard. It was hard. And really? You played, so you basically played Buzz Lightyear, like going through the neighborhood and trying to get to Alice Toy Barn, and. It was hard, man. Dude, I love that the the beginning of that movie, Toy Story Two, is 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 um, uh, Rex playing on the on the on the video game, but you don't know it because it starts with Buzz like trying to infiltrate Zorg's lair. Yeah, and and it's it it plays out like an actual sci fi movie, and it's really fun. It's like seven minutes of Buzz like trying to evo avoid lasers and shit, and then he finally meets up with Zorg, and then he gets obliterated. He gets like cut in half or some shit. And you're like, wait, what the fuck? And then you realize that Rex is playing a video game with Woody or, or, or Buzz or whoever. Ham, actually. It was Ham. Ham, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. What's yeah. really interesting about that game that you just brought up is it's actually a very early rendition of the world of Bugs Life. Really? Mm-hmm. Did you have that already? Was that written? Were you about to talk about that, or did you just have that in your brain? It was written. Okay. I mean, that's so cool, but I was, I was about to say, if that came out of your brain, bro, big brain. Big brain Nick right here. 
<laughs> Charles, you got the least of the genetics. <laughs> I got to look up some of this stuff, man. <laughs> yeah. Got to have something to talk about. I'm sorry. Yeah, Me and Charles just hijacked this shit. Tell us about Toy Story 2 for yourself. Well, I mean, Toy Story, the original, is obviously the greatest and everything. But Toy Story 2 had to make my list because I had watched it so many times. It Better than 3, better than 4. Obviously, those weren't around during my childhood and everything. Right, but right, right, right. At the same time, oh, actually, it's not even a childhood. So now, you, you'd st- would you still now put it above three and four, having seen them, even though it's not like in the childhood? Yeah, I've only seen three like twice, and I've only seen the fourth one once. Mm. So it, you need to watch. The, you need to rewatch the fourth one because I do like that. I, that I, was, d- I do need to rewatch. That's it in my top sure. my top ten Pixar's, which we all know. But yeah, it, but still, uh, Toy Story two was my favorite until I saw Toy Story four. You know what's cool is that this is one of three movies. That actually won a Golden Globe for Best Picture, along with Beauty and the Beast and The Lion King. Really? I agree with Lion King. I don't agree with Beauty and the Beast. Well, I don't really agree with Toy Story 2. Why did number one not make it? Yeah, mm. mm. That's a good point. Interesting. You got um, any other? Also, um, when Woody meets Jesse, she exclaims, Sweet <laughs> sweet mother of Abraham Lincoln, which is Nancy Hanks. Tom Hanks is actually related to Abraham Lincoln's mother. Wow. But not Abraham Lincoln. Well, I mean, obviously Abraham Lincoln, if that's his mom. Uh, he's doing more research than I am, man. This Dude, guy. this guy is deep state research right here. <laughs> I should have I made him my co-host. What are you doing over here? I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you. I love Shots you. Shots fired. <laughs> I love you, Dalton. No, we need to have Nick on more, though. That's what you're trying oh, to say. Oh, we're planning on having Nick That's right. We'll just take this setup over to our house and fucking kick him to the curb. Yeah, yeah. Can, yeah. I, uh, can okay. I buy you a equipment? Give me, give me 50 bucks. Give me 100 bucks. Give me 124 bucks. Give me Moving 150 on. bucks. Yeah, fuck La- Last thing Moving about Toy on. Story 2. <laughs> Al's car is a concept 1955 Ford Mustier, which ever yes. actually got into production. Really? Yeah, but that, that car that, that car is fun to Beautiful. look at. Yeah. Beautiful. It's got those wings in the back, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. All right, what's your number one, my friend? Cars 2. <laughs> Who didn't see that one coming? As you said, I am a mechanic, so anything having to do with a car is going to make my list on every list. Oh man, that movie's so bad. But okay, go ahead. Why? Why is it? Why is it? Why is it good to you? Why why is Cars Three better than the original? Why did the first one not make your list, Dalton? Mm, The first one because yeah, you know what? The third one because of how how much emotion went into it. How how it was an aging star who decided to change his ways and and. uh, decided to become the coach to a younger star and not only that but she was a female and not only that she was a latina and i mean it was it was a carmela caruz or something i I don't really remember the name for 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 sure but it 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 said a lot about american society and culture today and it also said a lot about people and what we have in our hearts and 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 what it has to say about aging and and accepting that your heyday is behind you that's why Carsey was so great to me. And not only that, but Army Hammer, dude, as as Jackson Steele was hilarious and great. And so, no, Carsey was great, man. I really loved it. It wasn't a redemption story. It was more of a story about just accepting that your pride might not be your best asset. And that's why I loved Cars 3. Cars 2, honestly, dude, I don't even fucking remember that movie. So why don't you just bring me back? Well, Cars 2 in itself, even John Lasseter said it himself when he was even coming up with this movie, was it's more of kind of like a spinoff or a side story of it, because it doesn't really follow Lightning McQueen. It's more of a Mater story, and 
Larry the Cable Guy is just my kind of humor. <laughs> okay. Get her done. Get her done. Really, really, really. Okay, I haven't uh, seen Cars 2 or Cars 3. I had to throw some words in here <laughs> in the last couple minutes. Charles, you don't have to say shit, by the way. <laughs> yeah, by the way, I'm going to be really quiet for the while we're discussing Cars 2. I have nothing to say because I don't know anything about it. And same here. Go ahead, Nick. Well, I mean, I've seen it, but... I always liked it. Uh, I like... Really, I like all three of them, but in that order. One, two, three. Uh... I love NASCAR, huge fan, uh, so I love all the cameos from, like, Daryl Waltrip and Jeff Gordon, who are actual characters in it, you know, Daryl Cartrip and Jeff Gorvet. That I is mean, funny. That it is, is funny. funny. Like, <laughs> huge Jeff Gordon fan, too, so had to make, had to make, you are there. cool. Um, my dad would have, have qualms against you. I'm cool with Jeff Gordon, but my dad, oh, he's a huge Bill Elliott fan. Hence why my, well, this is going to be my fourth time telling you. Hence why I'm a Chase Elliott fan. Hence why my middle name is Elliott. I did not know that. You knew this. I've told you this. Yeah, okay, but this is for the show. Oh, you <laughs> okay. Hey, everyone listening, my brother's a liar. <laughs> um, you guys might find this interesting. Paul Newman, who played Doc Hudson in the first one. It was Doc Hudson, yeah. It was. Yeah. Um, we talk about it in Yeah, the- as I was listening to it, I'm like, guys, yes. It's it is. Doc it, Hudson. It, but, we can hey, stop but, talking about it. But were you proud of me for saying, uh, is, isn't that Doc Hudson? I'm, I'm proud that you even knew that. You're absolutely. I'm welcome. sorry. What are you saying about Paul? Uh, he died in 2008, and out of respect, he didn't appear in this one. However, um, an earlier scene implies that he died, which I thought was kind of crazy. There are actual cars that die in Cars 2, which I thought was weird being a Disney Pixar movie. Like, you know, you usually don't see a lot of death in Disney. I mean, yeah. well, actually, sometimes you well, do. Very Lion King. But, uh, but, but if you see death, it's like one, maybe two. But they, they play you know. it off so well that kids don't actually know mm. that, I mean... Oh, what, Mufasa didn't fucking get stampeded upon? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> but when you're a kid, you don't even... I did. Well, <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, Dad, he just died. My dad's like, no, no, no. I'm like, no, Dad, no. And he's like, no, no, he didn't. I'm like, Dad, wait, you're a liar! So I'm curious, though, because their cars, like, did... They, and, and they died in the movie, did, like, they're just... They're, engine block just blow up and like the smoke just starts going and then all of a sudden like they're like their headlights just close well then... see they don't show all that and everything <laughs> no, they show the explosion and you just assume that oh, you know, yeah, I yeah, see yeah. parts are flying everywhere and <laughs> um, lug nuts and shit <laughs> however george carlin who played Fillmore in the first movie who also died in 2008 does reappear in this movie but not as george carlin obviously it yeah. is voiced by lloyd Schur, and i have no idea who that is wow what a what I would never want to try and come after George Carlin ever. Absolutely not. Just yeah. like I, if they were like, hey, so George Carlin died, but we want to bring back his character and we want you to voice him. I'd be like, no, can you just kill off his character? That's what I would say. I'd be like, yeah, oh, no, but we're offering you $15,000. Okay, cool. Can you still kill off his character? Because <laughs> it's George Carlin, man. Yeah. Well, George Carlin but played. Good for, but, but good for that guy. He played Fillmore, and his license plate reads 51237, which is actually George Carlin's birthday. 50, so it's five. Five, and then fifty-one. So it's it's fifty-one. Five, 20, so it's 12, five, 12, 37. 37. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, uh, lowest-rated Pixar movie. Wow, he was old. Shockingly, well, not really. No, not to you at all. No, not to me at all. Probably not. Yeah. Lowest-rated, but you're number one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's bringing up the rates as he as he goes. Yeah. Man. But I would it agree with for... you. How did Wally make your list? What in the world? Right, that's like, a shit. How movie, was that dude? not the lowest-rated? I could movie? not get through twenty minutes of that shit twice. I I tried. I, tried. To, I also tried. Hey, okay. now we're on common ground. Okay. You know what? Cars 2 is not so bad. Wally is, <laughs> Wally is pretty boring, and honestly, I only threw it in there because... No, it's good. I haven't it's... seen a lot of the sequels, and I didn't want to throw in Toy Story 2. 
because you know. because just, you had foresight. That's I, cool. I, maybe somebody out there loves Wally. Dude, and I people to talk people about love it. Wally, man. They were happy that you said that. I'm sure. Wally. <laughs> All right, so that's that's. that's I, abs- it for I absolutely loved. Um, uh, uh, I loved Michael Caine in this movie. M- Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael. What? Well, who in Cars two? Yeah, we're still talking about Cars two. Go we ahead. We are still talking Michael about Cain's Cars two. Michael Caine isn't. It's Michael so funny. Cain. He has the like one of the best. Li- well, actually, it's not really his line. It's more of a setup for. Larry the Cable Guy, but Finman Missile, British Intelligence, Mater goes, Toe Mater, Average Intelligence. <laughs> 94 so IQ. All right. A lot of car uh, humor in this and everything, which is why I find it so funny. That's why it made the list. Yeah, I get it. Okay. So we're done with Pixar, and we are on to comedies. Nick's uh, four comedies. Uh, so we got number four. Go ahead, brother. Wet Hot American Summer, Good 2001. One. Good one. Whoa, I didn't even think about that. Paul oh, Rudd. No. Oh my. Uh, just There's so many Bradley people. Bradley Cooper. I, I have Go a ahead. list. It's ridiculous. Go Paul ahead. Rudd. Let's Christopher see. Maloney. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, this oh man. So great. When he fucks the be- the refrigerator, <laughs> he just slowly <laughs> humps it. <laughs> he's uh, he's Freak Show in Hale and Kumar. That's right. And he's also in I Law and Order. That guy. I yeah, love that, that guy. That's Christopher Maloney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Molly I, Shannon. I already uh, think you say it. Joe True. How do you say that? Truglio? Trudeau? Truglio? How do you say that? Anyway, Truglioglo. He's, he's the guy from Superbad that's like, oh, I'm so sorry, man. I didn't mean to hit you with my car. And sh- uh, just so, <laughs> Love um, that guy. Yep. Bradley Cooper, debut film right here. Yep. That Literally, was his debut? His very debut. Right See, here. I first saw him in, I mean, it, I, definitely he that was his debut film, but I first saw him in... Um, uh, Wedding Crashers, which I, I mentioned in our, yeah, in our comedies, yeah. which is, yeah. hey, good. I'm glad that he's in another comedy. So, okay, continue with Wet Hot American Summer. Um, Amy Poehler's also in it, Elizabeth Banks, and uh, H. John Benjamin, who's done a whole bunch of like different uh, voice of cartoons and everything. He's a can of vegetables in this movie. Just absolutely ridiculous. I but... aspire as an actor to eventually be a can of vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> all right, what else do you love about it, man? It's uh, Well, it follows a group of camp counselors and their shenanigans on the last day of camp in the summer of 1981. And just the whole cast is absolutely ridiculous. They get into a whole bunch of hijinks. It's just it's a very funny, stupid, slapstick comedy. And everything, but I, I've always loved it, so it had to make my list. The remake was terrible. I remember that. No, no, it wasn't a remake. It was a TV show. Oh uh, well, I, I liked right. it. I actually liked the TV show. I, I couldn't get into it. It expanded upon it. it. Um, definitely. I mean, nothing beats the movie. You can't, you can't sequelize that movie. But the TV show was cool. I, I was cool with it. Well, but and I like what they did. Like a lot of other movies do, is that they kind of waited like twenty years to come out with like another. But they go before. The actual first movie or whatever, so it's like the first day of Make camp. It like a prequel, right? There was, um, uh, Michael Ian Black's in that too. Michael Ian Black, yeah. and it's funny that you say his name because uh, Bradley Cooper, in an interview, was actually asked of all his on-screen actress kisses that he had had, Michael Ian Black was his choice. Nice, which is I thought was kind of strange. Michael but... Ian Black is also in a uh, TV show that I've mentioned twice now on this uh, podcast, um, Deadbeat. He he's in he's in Deadbeat. He is uh, uh uh the guy's last name is Levine. It's not Ted Levine, but it's uh I already forgot. But it, it's the main character's dad, 
who adopted him. They 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 grew up in the same orphanage and they were, and he was like only two years older than him. So when he became eighteen and the main character was sixteen, he adopted him. And then he comes into his life later to try and uh, get onto a TV show with him. It's hilarious. Michael Ian Black's a great actor and hilarious. So that's cool. I'm glad you mentioned. My him. favorite part of this movie literally has to be Christopher Maloney because he's just he's so ridiculous. I he's love him. Awesome, and man. When he doesn't play serious characters, he absolutely nails it somehow. And uh, it. You know, he said, uh, we need to make eight gallons of bug juice by snack time. Do you know where the powder packets are? <laughs> <laughs> this like, movie yeah, reminded me of In the pantry of... above the sink, right, right next to my bottle of dick cream. Uh, forget that last part. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say dick cream? No, I said a stick team. <laughs> it's the greatest, man. I love how the um, that, that, that alternate group that's out there, the science people, Yep. Are, are, they think that like the meteors or the satellite's gonna come crashing down, but yeah. it actually does come crashing it, down. Yeah, <laughs> but it ends up being like this big. It's... Right, it causes no damage to <laughs> Earth whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's uh, a good. That's a good choice, brother. Okay. Uh, anything else, or do you want to go on to your number three? <laughs> McKinley needs to experience the ultimate. You mean penis and vagina? No, dickhead sex. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the 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 talent show. When they when it, the, it, that's so great and uh, what do they they seem like here comes the sun or something something stupid it's right? it's something stupid like that or whatever but it, it's it's great because uh, in the movie they actually put on like great performances and they all get booed and then they put on like the worst stupidest like cheesiest performance and everybody loves and it everyone loves it's it it's so ridiculous. I like Paul Rudd in that movie a lot, too. Paul Rudd's great, man. That's what I remember that movie for, the, Paul Rudd. The whole scene where he's, like, eating lunch or whatever and just, like, knocks it off the table and she's like, you going to clean that up? He's like... <sighs> <laughs> it's, it's like five uh, minutes of him just like, really, do I have to do this? It's so funny. <laughs> and he, he, like, purposefully made the mess, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul Rudd's great in anything. Uh, oh, he, yeah. he would probably make my top ten list on actors. Yeah, he's great. He is absolutely great. He was in uh, Neon Joe, which is on Hulu. It's only two seasons. It's like sixteen episodes tops. It's like it's like eight episodes each season, and they're only like twenty minutes each. And he 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 opens. I want to say like the very first episode where he gets eaten by a werewolf, and it's so great because there's a lot of no names in this TV show except for Paul Rudd, and and you see Paul Rudd, and he's in in he plays Paul Rudd. He's himself. And he shows up to this resort, and he's like, and he's talking to his agent, and he's like, no, 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 don't answer any phone calls for two days. I, I want to be by myself. And then as soon as he hangs up the phone, he hears like, and he looks around, and like you see, you see the camera from like the werewolf's lens and and or the werewolf's eyes, and he's like in the bush, and Paul Rudd's like looking around, and all of a sudden he gets mauled, and then the world is just all eyes on this town where Paul Rudd got mauled by a werewolf. <laughs> we just watched uh, Anchorman the other night. Uh, and we were, we were just saying like that's how I first yeah, uh, met Paul both Rudd. Me and H- well, besides Clueless, but yeah. both me and Nick were just like, okay, I think Paul Rudd's like the best character in this movie. Honestly, like, absolutely, he's he so is. Funny. Anyway, well, go go on to your number three, <laughs> Sex Panther. Yeah, hundred percent. It works sixty percent of the time. It, it works, works all, every, every time. time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That doesn't make sense. All right, brother. All right. You're well, number, number three, three on my list that did not make number y'all's three. top ten comedies is Sex Drive. I love this movie Good movie. So much. Seth, Seth Green. Seth Green was hilarious Josh Gad. in that movie. Great movie. James man. Marsden and David Kochner is the freaking hitchhiker, which is so funny. <laughs> Literally to That's this day. That's a good day, movie, man. I joke about with my boss all the time. He's just like, we, we need you to pee in the radiator. Uh, 
I'm sorry, I just took a squirt a couple of minutes ago. You want me to shit in it? <laughs> uh, we'll get back to you on that. It's all about uh, Amish and, and the Rumspringer. Well, that's just a part of it, but it's really about a high school kid that uh, right who, who gets tries to lose his virginity, goes yeah. literally across the country to meet a girl that he met online, and then in the end, the girl—spoiler alert—but the girl is just trying to steal his his awesome car, right? Right. Yeah. The '69 uh, GTO Judge. Rum Springer. Rum Springer. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I, I do love Seth Green though, where they're like, you know, they they need work on their car. What is it, like a Camaro or something like that? Like no, '69 GTO. GTO. Yeah, okay. Okay. And yeah, it, it, they they basically are like, God, oh, God you, you're not gonna know how to how to fix this. And he's like, what? Just because I'm Amish, I'm not. I don't know how to fix cars and stuff like that. <laughs> well, here's how how actually it, that went. He's like, um, you need some help? Uh, yeah, but uh, no offense. He's like, oh right, because I'm Amish, and so <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't know anything about your '69 GTO Judge, 455 Big Block Ram Air, 411 Posse, something like that. Wow. That thing must have fallen straight from space. <laughs> Good luck with your future ride, Spaceman. <laughs> Spaceman. That's the title of this episode. Sometimes. Seth Green. Spaceman. Uh, Seth Green, James Marsden, and uh, um, uh, Clark. What was his name? Clark? Gables? Uh, I follow him on uh, on Instagram. Who? Clark. Uh, whatever the uh, fuck Clark, Duke. Clark Duke. Clark Duke. Those three make this movie. And if you haven't seen it, it's kind of ridiculous. There's a, a rated R version, which I would recommend before you watch the unrated version because it's just a bunch of tits and dicks it's i mean it wait, 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 literally wait. adds nothing you're, to you're the telling movie. us to to not watch the tits and dicks version the, wait <laughs> the tits and dicks version. i'm just i'm just clearly stating that you Have should you watch had, the theatrical version first <laughs> you ever had a tick on your dick man that's shit <laughs> yes i actually i i've had suck. a i've had a mosquito bite my dick that was not fun that was three inches of hell that's probably the first time anything put their mouth on your dick wow charles <laughs> Do you guys remember Andy and Randy from that movie? The the two like they got like the street car or whatever the like Fast and Furious car. Yeah, that move that or that car was actually in Fast and the Furious. It's the first one it? that Paul Walker drives. The skyline. That's awesome. yeah. The no no no, no, no. the uh, the green eclipse from the very first movie oh. in the beginning. The one that he basically no shit like the ten second car. Yeah, that he that he just he floor panels. Or whatever. Yes, that yeah, that yeah. that's the exact same car. Dude, when we get to car uh, movies, I cannot wait to talk oh, about Oh, I love movies. car movies. I definitely need to play, be a part of that. Fast Five, brother. All right, so... Um, <laughs> Fast Five. That's my, no. What? That, is that not your... Here. The, <laughs> we're not talking about tanks and submarine movies here. Whoa, 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 we're definitely whoa, whoa, not no, talking no, about no. The Rock, no, I can some, tell you that. Yo, yo, I mean, that... It, fa- oh, my God, damn it. Fa- all right, all right. So what would be your favorite fa- Fast and Furious movie? The, the first, first one? First or second? Uh, yeah, yeah second definitely one. the first second or second. One. I, second one. Second one to I, me. Too I Fast, just, Too Furious. I love the second I love one, Fast but... Five, but but Too Fast, Too Furious. No, man. no. After Tokyo Drift, Fast and Furious can go... Fuck well, the up. fourth one was shit. That took place in Mexico. That was shit. But, but I mean, Fast Five came back. That was... Yeah. It's so unrealistic with them dragging the safe around, like, what, Brazil? Or here's, Rio de Janeiro or something. Here's what I gotta say about Fast and Furious series. Uh, make it about street racing. And, and keep it about street racing? Keep it about street racing. Yeah, yeah. but they but they didn't do that, and it is what it is. Well, did, you, did you guys play the game that came watching. out this year? <laughs> I didn't, but I saw a lot of YouTube videos about it, and apparently the Fast and Furious game that came out this year is shit. It's so bad, and it's so unfortunate. Well, we can talk more about that when we get to the car list. So but... how about your number two? Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Oh, Let's not ooh, jump ahead now, ooh, because uh, okay. Andy and Randy... Also makes this movie so great because it's just a bunch of like guys that think they can get with every single girl, like literally hit on every girl that they see, 
But as soon as I know that like guy. the girl wants to, <laughs> yeah, Uh-oh. I bet you his name's Charles. <laughs> Sitting right next oh, yeah. to me. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, just some of it. Some sorry, of their sorry. lines are. So I love great. how he's self-aware. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> or, or something oh, like Randy oh, I'm says. Oh, Niagara Falls now, baby. In the in the movie, like he's like, I'm uncircumcised. Great. I'm into you, and I'm hard. Born to fertilize. I'm Yo. a firefighter. These are all like great pickup lines. <laughs> In my opinion, like I, I can never come up with shit when I'm talking to a girl for the first time. Yo, have you guys ever? Re- I mean, we're all circumcised here, right? Yeah, yeah. Raise your hand. Yeah, three three hands raised. Have you ever been? Have you ever thought about the like the the fact that that shit might have gone wrong without your uh, approval? No, but I am. I have thought about not having the circumcision, and like I don't I don't want that. Man. Like, that's just. <laughs> What not being cut? I don't, yeah, I don't. I don't want that extra skin. I don't. I don't, I don't want to look like a fucking like tremors rocket out of the, the red rocket out of a dog over here. I'm like, just saying, man. Someone snipped my dick when I was like one years old, and I had no say over that. And he could have fucked that shit up real bad. And I could have part of a procedure. It 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 has happened. Look it up. But don't worry about it. I'll show you articles later. But speaking Nick, of dicks, <laughs> a great line is like, "You should bang her. We would." Yeah, and tell her we'll bang her for you if you're not into it. With our dicks. Our dicks are huge. You can see them from space. <laughs> Speaking of pickup lines, hey, girl, are you a spark plug? Because I see some sparks flying right here. Oh, wow, Charles. Hey, hey, girl, you want to go on the other side of that rock and get a little bit bolder? Oh, oh, oh <laughs> I, I got one for you. Hey, girl, you want to have sex? <laughs> oh. oh, you don't? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Hey, I think I lost. I think I lost my phone. Can I have your number? Yeah, I've, I've heard that. I've heard a like, friend say that, it and it like, worked. Hey, miss, uh, I, I lost my teddy bear. Would you sleep with me tonight? <laughs> well, we got off topic and everything. I was trying to talk about the movie, but now we're talking about pickup lines. So. Oh, well, because it's all that whole movie is about sex up, yeah. and trying to get laid. So. Rum Springer. Rum Springer. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what's your number two, asshole? <laughs> I have I'm a lot to, to Nick, not I was, Charles. Well, I was about to say his number two asshole is 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 the shit that comes out of it. Really, it's dude? Really? Two. Yeah, I, I've already sure. used that joke, but I'm gonna use it again. <laughs> All right, man, hit us hit us with it. I probably am gonna have a lot to talk about this movie because it's Are you? literally one of my favorites. Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. It's a good, but that's Shake gonna, make, I didn't put that in my comedies because it's gonna go in my cars. Yeah, same. Oh uh, no, I totally understand. But I, go ahead, I tell, get that. Uh, talk to us. I had to justify myself, but you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, tell us about it. Sasha Baron Cohen. Directed by Adam McKay, who also did Step Brothers, which is my number one, even and though do it you was know on who, both y'all's list. But uh, but but who's who else had that as their number one? Uh, you did, Dalton. Yeah, I did. We have a lot more in common in this category than me and my brother do, to be honest. Well, Will go, you be my new brother? I go classics, <laughs> man. I go old school. We've already, we've already established that we're best friends from that one night when we were hanging out watching Thursday Night Football. We did. What, what, what saying did we say at the same time? I don't even remember. Do you? Shake and bake. What, shake and bake, baby. <laughs> El Pollo Loco. What, what, no, the, the, the fiery chicken. What does they say in this movie? The, El Diablo. El Diablo. What does and that mean? The, the fighting chicken? Yeah. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> the magic man. Now you see me. Now, now you don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Tell us about Talladega Nights, man. How much do you love it? Oh, I love it so much because I love any movie about NASCAR. To be honest, there's really only two that are... Days of Thunder. Act- yep, Days of Thunder. And that's... Um, Which Charles talks about. You talk about it in, in, in 80s? In an upcoming uh, You know what? doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Yep. Episode, it's, it's, 80s. it's 80s. Uh, it's 80s. John but. C. Riley, who plays Cal Naughton Jr., uh, Will Ferrell's <laughs> best friend in the movie, uh, actually is his second... 
um, movie about NASCAR because he, he was, was in, in Days, of Ta- Days of Thunder. Right. Yeah. He was a crew, ch- uh, crew man, not crew chief. But Correct. He was crew man. Yep. I know that. Yep. 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 Yeah, crew guy. Uh, twenty yeah. like twenty years apart. It's yep. Ridiculous. But it's really cool. It's so awesome. And then to he know got about. his first amazing lead role in uh, oh fuck I, I uh, 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 fuck the the ballad. Of, God damn it! The one that's walked the line, walk hard, walk hard. The, the, I love the that movie. Dewey Cox story definitely needs to be in like you, a music uh, category of it, some sort. It's it's coming up in one of our later episodes, and it it is, it's going to be not one of my biggest fan. But it was alright. I'm a huge fan. Right. It's in it it's in like our next two or three episodes where I talk about it. So look out for it. But this this Talladega Nights is extremely quotable. We were actually quoting it on the drive over here before we <laughs> recorded this episode. So. A lot of people in it, you know, Sasha Baron Cohen plays Jean Girard, the uh, guy from Formula One that comes over to try and beat Ricky Bobby. Uh, Do you like crepes? <laughs> <laughs> just say crepes. Just, just say it. Just say it. What, what are those? I it's love a, crepes. It's those fun little yeah, little mini pancakes. Little yeah, those yeah, tiny little pancakes. pancakes. Like, oh, oh, I love those. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, then say it. No, 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 I can't say it. I can't say it. Break my arm. <laughs> Gary Cole, another one of my favorite uh, actors. Plays his dad, and it is so great. Jane Lynch plays his mom. Leslie Bibb, who, oh my God, may be one of the hottest fucking girls on the planet, plays his wife, Carly. Is that the blonde? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael Clark Duncan, who plays his crew chief. Rest in peace. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't you put that on us. <laughs> you are not paralyzed. <laughs> I am so paralyzed. He stabs himself no, with the no, fort. No, <laughs> no he, he needs to learn. <laughs> Going a little rough on him. <laughs> I love Michael Clark Duncan. Rest in peace, man. Absolutely. Um, we got cameos from actual drivers like Dale Jr., Jamie McMurray, Greg Biffle, Casey Mears, Daryl Waltrip, and uh, the announcers Mike Joy and Larry McReynolds. Love all those guys, but that's just me because I'm a huge NASCAR fan. I do love that scene where uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is like, hey, man, can I get your autograph? He's <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, who should I make this out to, Dale? Oh, uh, me. I'm, I'm a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it's for me. I but, think you're awesome, man. I think you're awesome, man. That's it. But, yeah. but, Daddy, you said that if you ain't first, you last. Well, hell, Bobby, I was probably high when I said I it. <laughs> Shit, you could be second. You could be third. Hell, you could be fourth. <laughs> Uh, the, his, uh, his dad's my favorite in that movie. The dinner scene is absolutely the best part in everything. The, it is six minutes of gold. Oh, the, yeah. yeah, and the, and the uh, what is it? Uh, uh, I'll stick a spider monkey. I'll go spider monkey on your ass. <laughs> I love how it begins. Hey, kids, come to the dinner table. I've been slaving over this for hours. <laughs> it's just like Taco Bell, Pizza Hut, <laughs> all kinds Lord, of Lord, we'd like to thank you for uh, Domino's and KFC and... Always delicious Taco you know, Bell. If that was made now, it would be, I, we'd love to thank you for DoorDash, Grubhub, and Uber <laughs> Eats. <laughs> no kidding, it would be. Yeah. It would be. Uh, I'd like to vision uh, Jesus in a tuxedo t-shirt because it's like, I want to be formal, but I'm here to party. I like to party, so I like my Jesus to party. <laughs> I love when John C. Riley calls uh, Will Ferrell and he's like, yo, and he's, he's like, yo, I think there's ghosts in this house. You know, he's like, I, I'm hearing <laughs> yeah. ghosts. And he's like, you're living in my house, man. <laughs> Why am I even talking what? to you? <laughs> so how do you uh, how do you control the TV volume when you got the stereo on? Well, why you got the stereo on when you're watching TV? I like to party. <laughs> that whole movie's basically about partying. So and I don't know who I don't know who the grandpa is, like the actor that plays him, but he is freaking hilarious, hilarious in that movie too. Like I'm gonna come at you like a spider monkey. What is wrong with you boys? I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> They ought to show your elders some respect. I love the way they're talking to you, Chip, because they're winners. Good movie. Good movie. And I love at the very end how it, it's a foot race. They both they both wreck. Sasha oh, yeah. Baron Cohen and Will Ferrell, and they still race. 
on foot. Like the 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 drive that these motherfuckers have. Pun intended. Drive cars. And, and, and then the announcers at the end are like. And of course, in no way does this count. But <laughs> yeah, in, in no way is this qualified. But <laughs> uh, in a race, actually, Carl Edwards did the exact same thing or whatever because he crashed on the final lap right before the start finish line and just ran across. Of course, obviously, it does not count, but it's just it was just great to see. He was like, motherfucker. I didn't know that actually happened. I need to do my backflip. Yeah, he didn't get to do his backflip. Did he do a backflip over the finish line? No, but that would have been great. It would have been great. Can you imagine the ratings? <laughs> uh, what are we at? You number one? Yeah, we can we can talk about number one if you want to. I mean, I I, I mean we could stop here this if you want. List. I mean, yeah. are you done with number two? I mean, I could talk about Talladega Nights all day. Thank you, number two. Thank you, number two. Uh, actually, I... there was there was one pretty cool thing that I that I came across, and I should have known this as a NASCAR fan, but oh, I actually did have to look it up. Uh, Jamie McMurray races the 42 car in the movie um, at the time, but the following year, after the success of the movie, he switched to the 26 car, which was Ricky Bobby's number. No way. Not even joking you, man. Like, literally because of the success of the movie... He switched numbers. I'm a Jamie McMurray fan. Now. I was love it, Jamie McMurray. Was it the uh, Was it the Wonder Bread car? No, it was not the Wonder Bread that car. It was cool. actually the Crown Royal car. Oh, get a little whiskey in there. Yeah, drink and then drink and then eat the bread so that you don't get as big of a hangover later because it's going to absorb it in your stomach. We all believed that when <laughs> we were 16, like 17. Well, as my brother knows, you you may not know this, Dalton, but I love Charlie Day. So horrible bosses had to make my list. That okay. Is a good movie. Uh, the the yeah. sequel was not very good. Whoa, I thought the sequel was. I mean, it was just okay. It was uh, okay. But oh, now he's retracting his statement. No, I said it, I, just, I just. It was not the first one. The it first wasn't one the first was one, but awesome. I, I honestly, I, dude, I love the second one just as much as I love the first one. Though. And by the way, Jennifer Aniston, you can wear that just that dentist uh, jacket mm-hmm. anytime you want. Oh yeah. Around me. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Dude. You you heard about how she said um, a vote for Kanye isn't funny. Don't do it. And Kanye retweeted it and said, Friends wasn't funny either. <laughs> well, Damn. It cracked me up, man, when I saw Kanye it. Kanye can't even get me to listen to his music, let alone... He won Nevada, so don't worry about for it. ...for a freaking presidential election, so I don't care about his opinion anyway. <laughs> no, I know. Kanye's funny, man, but I'm, I apologize for taking you away from it. He brought oh, it's been happening this whole time. I'm used to it, but now. Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, is that yeah. how you really feel? That is how I feel. <laughs> That's how you really feel. I'm man. setting myself up for shit, and then it gets thrown out. Hey, whose show is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Mr. Egotistical here. Uh, it stars Jason Bateman I and Charlie Jason voted for himself. and he's still talking over me. I voted Bill Murray, motherfucker. <laughs> now let him talk. I'm done. All right, horrible bosses. Go ahead, Nick. You guys can just read what I wrote and everything, and I'll just go stand oh, outside. I appreciate that. Give me your laptop. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead, bro. Um... Jennifer Aniston, who we already talked about. Kevin Spacey plays an awesome dickhead in this fucking movie. Actually, he plays a dickhead in almost everything he's in. But And Jamie Foxx is motherfucking Jones. Jamie Foxx is the best part of that movie. He is so great. Your first name is motherfucker? Last name Jones. You got a problem with that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, back to, back to Charlie Day, which is who I really wanted to talk about. I love this guy. Um, if you haven't seen Always Sunny in Philadelphia or Horrible Bosses, you really need to go check that out because his energy and his enthusiasm about everything that he says and everything that he does is just top notch. I mean, really, it's like, rape, rape, rape. This is raping. You're a raper. You raped me. This is a rape, rape, rape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's so great. I, I, I love Charlie Day's performances in anything I've seen. 
but you're right. Horrible bosses. When he like, he's like, I didn't know he was your boss. Like he was supposed to kill him and like <laughs> he's stabbing him <laughs> over and over again. They're they're still inside the house. Like, wait, is he actually doing it? Yeah. <laughs> like this is just the recon yeah, phase. This is the recon phase. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. Oh, you're locking me out of the car? Oh, this is fun. This is fun. Then he just starts kicking the car. <laughs> right, right. Uh, there's a uh, there's a cameo from Ron White as the uh, cop, and I, I thought this was really funny because he, he's asking him, he's like, what were you doing doing 65 and a 25? <laughs> I was drag racing. I'm a drag racer. You were drag racing. And a Prius. And a Prius. I don't win a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Too fast, too furious. Yeah. Uh, yeah, back to that. I mean, see, again, we're talking about cars again. I mean, that I'm just, that's just the way that I go. Oh man, that is that is a really really good movie. And uh, what what's his name? Uh, the guy from We're the Millers, uh, Jason Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis. Yep. He's great that was in, in my comedies. Movie. Yeah, he is hilarious in that freaking movie. Uh, especially like when he when he bangs Kevin Spacey's wife in the back. Yes. And he's not like he's supposed to be there. He has the recorder, and they like. Play it back, and he's just banging the fucking. And, girl. and she's the uh, she's the mom in Modern Family, and also the uh, uh, the love interest of Adam Sandler in um, Happy Gilmore. Oh, same same lady. Wait, is that, God, is that she is so Sophia Vergara. I can't. No, no, no. That's the uh, that's the Latina. You said modern. Girl. Yeah, you said modern. Uh, the. Uh, okay. the yeah, it doesn't matter. White, wait, wait, Caucasian. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, that's not so. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to like. <laughs> not trying to make anyone be like overly sensitive about what I say. Here. Dude, I you, mean, you said she was white. Gilmore? You can say I, I it. She was white. She was the white mom in um, Modern Family. But you said Happy Gilmore, like the short hair with the uh, the blonde, with, where they're ice skating. Yep, and yep. Like, same, wait, same, love. same lady. No way. Same lady. Wow, she aged wonderfully. Mm-hmm. Goodness. Oh God, she looks so fine good. Wine, I mean, yeah. this movie was you know like, is now ten years old, but at the same time, she still looks so good. See fine beer too. You know what? Just Charles. Just it's Nick's show. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't been this whole time. By the way, by the way, the uh, the, the name of this episode is Nick's Picks. Ooh, yeah. Nick's tits. I'm sorry, Nick's picks. Nick's yeah, picks. Yeah, Nick's yeah. dicks. Nick's picks dicks. Wait, no, I'm Wait, sorry. Nick's dick minus picks. that last part. <laughs> Nick's dick picks. <laughs> dick picks. <laughs> yeah. We follow got us on, Follow us on Facebook. You'll see all of them. What is wrong with you? Everything, dude. Did you not know that? Oh, uh, I thought you would find this um, Ooh, interesting. Me? Yeah, Dalton. I would think that you would find this interesting because the bar that they frequent in Horrible Bosses is actually the exact same bar that they go to in Dodgeball. Oh my gosh! Which I love also it. made my list. Of course, it, dude. Thank you, thank you for that. When when you actually like look at my list and everything, you'll see how much like we compare on childhood and we uh, compare on comedy. So so you and Charles, well, of course, you and Charles's brothers would grow up on the same childhood favorites. Correct. Yeah. And you and me as actual best friends would agree <laughs> on comedies. Why did you have to laugh at that? That makes I, me feel like we're not <laughs> best friends. <laughs> and I loved your face, by the way, when he came out with that fact. Like it looked like you got crushed by two thousand. Pounds of irony. <laughs> irony. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's a dodgeball joke, that, a yeah. reference that I made in our ta- in our uh, episode three of comedy. Exactly. What, what time are we at right now? Dalton? We're at fifty six minutes. We're at fifty six. Wow. I mean, I'm going to edit out a, a, a couple minutes worth, but still. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we can end it here if you want. It's up to you, dude. Yeah, we may as well call it a day. I mean, we're already we're already you know at, almost at an hour. So yeah, you're um, right. Let's do it. Yeah. So everybody, thanks for listening tonight. Um, special thanks to my brother Nick for coming on the show. 
Uh, that was really awesome. I'm glad that you uh, took some time and came up with your own list. And yeah, that's pretty cool. That, that was neat. So I, I really appreciate it, and we're definitely going to have you back on. So uh, thank you, Nick, for coming on the show tonight. And uh, everybody that's listening, we will see you all next time. And I know one thing, it's going to be a, a real, real treat. treat.